Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Business Mojo and Margaritas, where I get all up in your business in 20 minutes or less. I am Suzanne Proxa, your host, business strategist and coach for female entrepreneurs, and my jams just happen to be a client attraction and marketing. So let's not delay any further. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Business Mojo and Margaritas. I am here today with Stacy, the founder of Side Hustle Teachers and the creator of Side Hustle Summer Camp. And we are going to talk about something that I know a lot of you are going to be interested in, and that is how to let go of guilt and finally start your side hustle. So I cannot wait to hear what she has to say. Stacy, welcome. Tell us about yourself and how you got into this. Oh, thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Um, okay, so I'm going to do sort of a short version of the long and winding road <laughs> to get to where I am. Um, I have been a teacher for 18 years and I've been trying out various side hustles for I think seven years now. Some of them worked and some of them did not. <laughs> um, but I learned something from every single one. Um, and while my blog has been my longest running, I have a sort of a mom blog creating my happiness. And so that's been my longest running project. But a couple of years ago, I just, I was looking for something more, something with more interaction between myself and, you know, my audience. So uh, I started looking into podcasting and I started looking into coaching and I started looking into all sorts of different avenues I could take. And the one thing I kept coming back to is that teachers kept asking me, how do I do it? Because, you know, teaching is not just a nine to five job. Um, so we, we have this sort of, you know, all encompassing job that sort of takes over our lives if we let it. And so it became pretty obvious once I started actually listening to the questions people were asking that there are a lot of people who are interested in becoming a side hustling teacher. And as someone who's been doing it for a relatively long time, I thought I can really use my expertise in this area to help other teachers start side hustles, whether they want to just make some extra money or if they want to, you know, think about a, a possible career alternative because 40 years of teaching is a, is a long time of a really high pressure not so great paying job. <laughs> so, you know, I came up with Side Hustle Summer Camp last year and it just didn't come together because um, I it, sort of the inspiration struck a little bit too late, but I kept thinking about it. I could not let this idea go. And so this year I'm so excited that I finally get to make it happen. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that. I mean, what a great idea. That's awesome to make such good use of the, you know, the summer and, and help people really build those dreams and, and add those side hustles that can only enrich, you know, of course, any of us that, let's face it, any of us who are doing anything entrepreneurial, I swear, we just keep adding things for that <laughs> additional thing, you know, just to, 
to make us feel fulfilled. So I think that's awesome. So, you know, we both know one of the things that can be problematic, you know, when it comes to starting a side hustle or a business or anything is mindset. Mindset is, I mean, some people say it's 90% of the game. I tend to agree. I think it is a huge chunk because if you've got the knowledge and you've got the expertise, here there's this big thing <laughs> over to the left that is usually what's keeping people from doing the thing. So what type of mindset issues do you see with women who are thinking about starting a side hustle? Well, the biggest one is guilt. Um, before I sort of pivoted my niche to teachers, I was working with moms a lot. And, you know, I think it's kind of funny how parallel their issues run is that we feel like anytime we're working on our business, we're not spending time with our family. And as a teacher, we feel like every time we're spending time on our business, we're not spending time on our kids in our classrooms. And there's this sense of, you know, there's only so much of me to go around and how I've actually heard someone say, how dare I take some of my time and give it to something else. And I think you have to get over that mindset and you have to realize that anything you do to enrich your own life is going to enrich your life as a teacher, as a mom, as a woman, as a person. And once you get over that hurdle, and like you said, I, I'm totally with you. It's, a, it's at least 90% of the battle is, um, you know, the, the fun waiting for you and running your business on the other side of that mental roadblock is mm -hmm. awesome. Yes, for sure. So, I mean, what other things mindset wise do you think people come across other than just the guilt piece? Um, the other big one is I don't know what to do. Oh, you know, I don't have any skills. That's a big one that I hear, um, especially a lot from teachers. And I, I really, it still makes me cringe when I hear people say I'm just a teacher or I'm just a mom or, you know, I'm just an accountant. Like, <laughs> like all of these skills are, are created in isolation from each other. But really, when you are a mom, you're doing 6 million things at a time, right? You're, you have a set of skills that you call on every single day to do that. And if you're a teacher, you do the same thing. You have a set of skills that you call upon to be effective in the classroom. So I think one of the biggest things, um, other than the guilt that I see would be people trying to get over this, um, this sort of box they've painted themselves into like I'm a, an accountant or I'm a teacher or I'm a mom or you know I can only sell MLM products or I can only do this because that's what they know and what they're comfortable with but you know I love I love all those quotes that float around that are like you know something amazing is laying just outside of your comfort zone yes absolutely well, and I think that, you know, everybody knows I'm a psychology and mindset geek and they know I'm about to go into a thing, but <laughs> I think that, you know, we really are not brought up to believe that we can dream that believe and believe that we can do more. A lot of people are not. 
So to even consider yourself in that kind of a space is super uncomfortable, I think, for people. I mean, I see people every day who just think that life is supposed to be going to a job at seven in the morning and leaving at six, eating some dinner and going to bed every single day. Like that's how life's supposed to be. And I don't think they would ever think of doing anything else. You know, I mean, it's totally fine to do that. But my point is that I think there's a lot of people out there that don't even realize there's possibility for them to do anything else. Yes, absolutely. And that's one of the things that I hear a lot is that I didn't even think that was possible. Yeah. You know, like I, I actually have two side hustles right now and I'm still a full-time teacher and I have a family and it works because I work really hard to make it work, but because it, you know, if you, if you prioritize things in your life, you're going to make time for them. And as soon as I realized that I was a better mom and a better teacher, when I had my side hustles going on, I stopped feeling guilty at all about it. And I started thinking about ways that I could serve others even more. Well, and that's a perfect lead into my next question. And that is, you know, you've been through this. So what advice do you have for side hustlers who are dealing with that guilt around starting up a side hustle or even continuing one? Well, the first thing is you have to remember why you started it. You know, and then start with why it always goes back to that. Um, it's one of my favorite books. It's one of my favorite quotes. And you really just have to keep going back to why did you start this? And if you only started it because you wanted a little extra money, that may or may not be a good enough reason for you to keep pushing through and to spend time away from your family. But if you started it because you know, you are really passionate about this one topic or because you have something that you know can help other people or because, you know, you just want, you know, you love beauty products and, and you like to be able to focus on something outside of your nine to five. Once you start to realize why you're doing it, you can start for looking for all the positives. You know, my daughter loves to come in and play at my desk. And she loves to write and she pretends that she's like writing blog posts and she'll sit there at the microphone and she'll pretend that she's recording a podcast and she's talking into the microphone, telling people, you know, something she learned that day. Like, and I think that's an amazing example that she wouldn't have seen if I didn't have my side hustle. So, you know, you have to start looking for the positives in what you're doing. And the other thing is, if you really feel that guilt, and I have had some clients who get to that point where they're just like, oh, I just, uh, I feel like I'm spending all of my free time doing this. Well, then maybe it's time to start looking at, are you actually balancing everything? Or are you just hopping from one completely all-encompassing job to another? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that is a, a very good consideration for sure. So, you know, you talked about this, how you've made it work for yourself. I mean, how, how do you reframe priorities? Because you said you're, you're making it work and you sound like you've really got a lot going on. 
Um, how do you reframe those priorities so that you can balance family and work and the side hustles? I believe plural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah, we have a lot of balls in the air in our house. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's a couple of things. First of all, you know, I started thinking about the word priorities a couple of years ago. And, you know, if somebody were to ask me at three o'clock on Friday afternoon when I'm leaving work, what is your first priority? Well, my first priority is my family. If they ask me at six o'clock on a Monday, my first priority is my family. So I started to think about this idea of priorities in sort of a different light because overall our main priorities aren't going to shift right but from hour to hour or day to day the priority of what to use our time for can shift because while my family might be my number one priority i can't spend 100 percent of my time with them nor do i think i would want to <laughs> I'm totally honest <laughs> oh i love honesty <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just speaking to all those moms who were home with their kids for like seven snow days in a row. I think you totally oh know what you're talking about. Or real. Oh my <laughs> goodness. But the idea is, instead of thinking about what your priorities are in the sense of, you know, this big omnipotent thing, you know, like what is your priority in life? Think about priorities in terms of what is the best use of your time in that moment? You know, for me, when I pick up my daughter from the bus, that time from like four to 4.30, the best use of my time in that moment is to talk to her and to find out about her day and to, you know, practice just spending time together in whatever way it sort of works out, you know? And that for me is my priority from four to 4.30. So at 4.30, we might have to shuffle into homework mode or we might shuffle into, okay, it's time to go off to sports mode. But from that time, that is my priority. And then if she's at sports practice, my priority is not staring at her. <laughs> my priority is, okay, she's busy now. So what's the best use of my time? Well, I could bring a notebook with me and jot out some ideas. I could bring my cell phone with me and listen to a podcast. There are lots of things I can do with that time that doesn't involve, you know, having to stare at my child while she practices karate. So when I look at my time that I actually have in front of me, I can actually start to think about what is the best use of my time right now? If I'm at a meeting in school, would I rather be with my child? Yeah, I think I would rather be pretty much anywhere else. But the best use of my time is to be in that meeting to get the information so I can go and implement it later. So when I start to feel that pull of something else, whether it's the pull of family or the pull of my business or the pull of, you know, getting it, having to get something done for school, then I start to, I just pause and I think to myself, what is the best use of my time right now? And that usually gets me recentered on what I need to do. And if I'm not doing the thing that's the best use of my time, then I stop what I'm doing and I'll go do the thing. And I think that that is a very good suggestion for really anybody 
even, you know, people who, I mean, no matter what their business is, even if it's on a side hustle mm-hmm. is, are, you know, to really be conscious of that. Are you making the best use of your time? I, I tell you over the last few months, I have really kicked my own ass. <laughs> um, like, okay, girl, here you are doing the thing you did back in 2015. You're in camp, you're in Canva again. It's been a while. Get out of there, you know? And so <laughs> like even this weekend, I have such a huge to-do list and I'm like, okay, what is, what things are most important? And a lot of times people don't do that because there's yeah. so much that they're overwhelmed and then they either don't do any of it or they do the things that are easy. Yeah. And I think that's actually the advantage of being a side hustler is that, you know, how extremely limited your time is for any given thing that you actually use it more purposefully than someone who is a full-time entrepreneur who can work on their business, you know, anytime, day or night from their home office that it's easier, I think, to slip into those comfortable habits of going to Canva or, you know, surfing Facebook or watching Instagram stories that, um, you know, when you have this limited amount of time, it almost becomes forced upon you that you have to focus on the most important things or you don't actually have a business. Yes. So true. So Stacy, we are actually beyond our 20 minutes, which is crazy. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting there. Yes. <laughs> um, so I want to make sure, you know, was there anything else that you wanted to share with the audience, you know, to encourage them to start those uh, side hustles or even continue if they're feeling frustrated? You know, I think there's two things um, that I would say to that. If you are a person who is thinking about starting a side hustle, then start to take action on that. Even if it's just joining a couple groups and sort of getting your feet wet. Um, I have a lot of people in my side hustle teachers group who are not sure if they want to do that. They just want to get more information, but start making some sort of action as opposed to just thinking about it. Because, you know, it's never going to happen if you just sit there and think about it. And if you actually start to take a little baby step, put your toe in the water a little bit, then you can make a decision because sitting on the fence is just uncomfortable. (laughs) So (laughs) try and find some ways to, to make a decision one way or the other. And if you are in a side hustle, just know that sometimes it sucks. (laughs) Preach. (laughs) Sometimes it's, you know, it's hard and it, it feels like you don't know what you're doing it for. But if you can go back to that question of why did I start this? And am I using my time? Because that's normally the biggest thing that I see in my clients for, are, are people who just aren't using their time the most effective way. And that's why they're not making any progress. So, you know, go back to that question. Is this the most effective use of my time at this moment? And if you do those couple of things, you'll start to see progress. That is gold. Write that down, ladies, if you have to, on sticky notes. That is gold. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing today, Stacy. And I know that there will be people out there that want to know how they can reach you, 
Um, and I don't know if you have a free, a free gift or anything for the audience, but please share with us how we can keep in contact with you. Yeah. Um, well, the best place to actually interact with me is in my Facebook group, which is called Side Hustle Teachers. Um, you know, it's, it's actually grown like doubled in size over the last week because we were really small to start with, but we're almost at 300 members now. Um, so it's, it's rapidly growing, which is a really heartening thing for me to see. And I love interacting with everybody in there. So um, if you are thinking about being a side hustle teacher, or you are a teacher with a side hustle, we'd love to have you in the side hustle teachers group. And if you are interested, if you're a podcast listener, which I'm guessing you are, because you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> you can also check out side hustle teachers, which is now live on every podcast platform. Yay. Yeah. And if you are thinking about it, I do have a freebie if, if people are interested in, it. I have I call it the ultimate list of side hustles for teachers. And it's a list of 125 side hustles that are really work well with the teacher sort of schedule and lifestyle. So you can grab that at side-hustle-teachers.com forward slash hustles. Awesome. That sounds like a great, great gift. Well, thank you again, and thank you for everybody who has listened today. So if you guys want to hang out with me further, you can hang out with me in my Facebook group at fempreneurs.biz. And again, a huge thank you to Stacy. and I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I'm so glad you decided to roll with me yet again. Hey, if you loved it, please give me a rating and some little comments on iTunes. And hey, if you're thinking that working together with my crazy self sounds like a fantastic idea, hunt me down, SuzanneProxa.com, that K is before the S. You can find all of my coaching information, my blog, my courses, all of the things all right in one spot. And with that, I will see you in the next episode, gorgeous.